RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, an actual play duet podcast using the Savage World system and our custom cyber fantasy setting. It's been a labor of love creating it for the past several years, and we hope you enjoy. Previously on Neon Heat, Athena and Bolt attempt to spread some goodwill in East City, and Athena gets interviewed. They begin investigating at the Golden Lotus, and Athena reunites with her Aunt Fiora. Fancy gambling ensues, and Athena finds out she's already been made by Harlan Troya. When we last left Athena, she was standing outside of the Golden Lotus, having just ended a conversation with Harlan Troya, who dropped some veiled threats and... Uh, oh, they were barely even barely veiled. Barely veiled, the thinnest <laughs> veil possible. It's like... It's like holding a sign that says threat and like throwing an opaque like sheet a, over just it. Just a sheet of mylar. Just like, <laughs> with a middle finger behind it. God. <laughs> All right, so you uh, you and Troya danced around uh, verbally a little bit, and you came outside of the casino to find that the area is completely blanketed in a, an extremely, perhaps unnaturally thick fog. She is not having any of that shit, and she's standing there looking out at the fog, and she's weighing her options, and then she just starts getting really, like, real pissed that this is happening. She's so tired of this shit, and she's going back inside to get Bolt. Okay. All right, well. This is a crossroads for her, because normally she's one to brave it alone. But in this circumstance, she thinks maybe people will be a little less wanting to attack her if Bolt's around. She doesn't really know what he can do, but she knows he's a higher-up figure. And maybe if he sees some stuff, it'll lend some credence to shit she says within the system. Okay. So that's what she's going to go do. All right, so you're going back inside, and you're going to go find Bolt to try to convince him to leave with you. Yep. Okay. It's going to be a tough one, because he loved, he loved Green O'Clock. That's true. How long would you say you have been outside? Oh, like a minute or two. A minute or two, okay. Not long. These okay. wheels churn fast. All right, uh, well, you walk back inside, and there is, of course, the security checkpoint that you need to pass through, and I think one of the officers walks up to you know, begin checking you in and, you know, sees that it's you and sort of says, oh, is everything all right, ma'am? Do you need assistance? Oh, no, I just, I forgot to tell Bolt something before I left. Is it all right if I just go back in um, for regulator business? And he purses his lips and looks over his shoulder and says, sure, they wave you back through. All right, she's going to go find Bolt. Not hard to do. You know exactly where he is. He has not moved because it's been literally like three to five minutes, maybe. Yeah, is Troya still around? Oh, roll me a notice at. Just roll me a notice. 
And, you know, I did just bump up my notice to a D8 because Athena's been having some really stressful situations as a result of not looking around really well. And she's been realizing that, so she's starting to look around a little better. I think that makes perfect sense, and I'm on board. I, I like to have reasons when I'm leveling stuff up. That's, no, how, I, I've, that's how I've been doing it. That's how I like to do Athena it as well. Anyway. Yeah, I think it makes sense, and I like it. Hot damn. God damn. Oh, that's a 14. 14. Yeah, you can easily uh, pick out Troya from the crowd. He came in a moment or two before you did. He's a very tall, imposing figure, so you can see him just clearly moving through the sea of people from this far away. And with that roll, looks like he's in a good mood. Oh, good. He's laughing. He's shaking hands with people, basically schmoozing like he did with you and Bolt when he came over. He's moving between tables and doing his rounds. Gotcha. He's on the opposite side of the room. As right. Bolt. Well, good. She's going to go uh, tap Bolt on the shoulder. Okay. When you walk up and he's still uh, playing cards, maybe there's two other people at the table with him and the dealer is dealing out. And you tap him on the shoulder and he's mid-sip with a crazy straw. Uh, yes. Athena, I thought you had gone home for the evening. Did, are you back for green o'clock? I, I'm back momentarily for green o'clock. Oh. Um, can, can I talk to you in private? I guess something um, something happened. Oh, of course. Um, can it wait until after this hand? Yes. Excellent. Yes, of course it can. She's just standing there behind him, like, staring daggers at the dealer, tapping her foot, arms crossed. Yeah, and I think he looks at you and his eyes widen a little bit as you look at him angrily and he continues dealing the cards out. And Athena is not even close to fucking around right now. Sure. The hand ends relatively quickly. Bolt, Bolt wins and takes a a little bit more of his winnings and scoops everything into a pile, deposits it into a, a nice little velvet bag. Wonderful. Tucks it inside the his coat. He says, Well, where did you want to go to speak? Wherever you got your tuxedo from would be great. Uh, certainly, right this way. And he uh, walks back towards that bank of elevators that you had taken up previously to see Fiora and where you had you know, gotten your dress from on a separate floor. And he goes inside and, uh, you know, pushes one of the buttons so you guys uh, go up and he takes up a good amount of the elevator space himself just standing there do you say anything during this quiet ride how how are the the cards treating you in my very brief absence the cards always treat me relatives especially here that's good that's good it is it's fun to be the best at something I I can only imagine I'm not really the best at much or anything. Sure, you'll get there someday. 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 Maybe. Ding. And the oh, God. <laughs> elevator opens into a hallway. Looks like a, a hallway of suites, basically. Down that hallway and turn down another hallway and then turn down another hallway. And uh, you walk to the end of that hallway and there is a door that he slides a card into and it opens up into a suite. It's a suite, so it's real nice. This is a this is clearly a high roller suite. A fancy a boy fan, suite. A fancy boy suite, yes. A lot of the uh, decoration matches what you've seen downstairs. Most things are gilded. Mm. It's got all the basic amenities. What does it smell like? I think it smells like a mix of fresh leather and maybe like a fruit smell that you wouldn't be able to find in Caldonics. Something okay. from the surface. Something that Athena has smelled but could never quite put her finger on. I like it. And he walks in and uh, waves a hand to a very spacious sort of living room area and says, oh, make yourself at home. Oh, I don't think I'll need to 
do that. Um, something. Do you, Bolt? Do you trust me? Um, he gives you a very skeptical look and narrows his eyes at you. Where's all this coming from? Um, there's something bad here, and there's a really there's a really bad vibe, and I know something bad is going to happen if we stay here. So we have to leave. We have to leave right now. You know how those people have been following following me around and attacking me? That's kind of... I think they're here, and I know I'm a nervous, very anxious person, but you gotta believe me, something... I need help. Go ahead and roll uh, Persuasion. That was, a, that was a pretty good argument, so plus two. Plus two, you Maybe should. I shouldn't even make you roll for this, but I think it's fun to roll. Did you crit fail it? Yeah, sure did. Oh, God. I sure did crit fail. Oh, Jesus. All right. Oh, God. Um, You sons of bitches. I think you say all of this and uh, Bolt is watching you and then his uh, expression changes into a wide smile and he starts to laugh. <laughs> you had me going there for a moment. And he uh, turns back and walks over to a sidebar to pour himself a drink. So there is... I, I think maybe you're just a little overworked. This is a completely safe place. I I've think... spent much time here. No, no, and I get that. I, I don't know if I'm worked up. I feel like I'm about to get worked over is the thing. Well, I mean, we've already established that you're, you're terrible at gambling. Okay. All right, this is maybe well, this was sure, a bad idea. Sure worked you over down there, didn't they? Yeah, I guess I'll just go. Um, if I don't show up for work tomorrow, maybe it's because I'm dead. See you later, Bolt. It's not as funny the second time. No, it wasn't funny the first time either. Oh. I think she pats him on the shoulder and gives him a nod. I, See you, you later. You, you're acting kind of weird. Are you are you really saying that you think someone's... I mean, we're we're inside the Golden Lotus right now. Mm -hmm. It's a, an extremely safe environment. Your aunt. Your aunt is Madam Director. Why don't we go speak with her? I'm sure we can get a security detail on you. Goodman downstairs, Harlan's watching the floor and the front door. Put a secure detail on you, can keep you here overnight. There there are some things that Harlan said that make me not trust him very much. I'm going to be very straight with you about that, and I trust you'll keep it to yourself. But I don't know what's going on. Just some bad shit overall. I need to go. I'm laying all my cards on the table, buddy. <laughs> you know? Because we're at a casino. But what what did he tell you that made you not? What did Harden say to you? He was lying to me when I asked him if he knew where those dead guards would have gotten explosives. I know he was lying to me. How do you know for sure? I don't know for sure, but I've been doing this for long enough that you get you get gut feelings, right? Mm, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do know that. Yup. Um, what, in all of my dealings, Harlan seemed very straightforward. Why Why would you think he would know anything about explosives? I was just asking him if, may, I don't know, maybe they do construction out here. I've been gone for so long, I don't know what's going on. I was just covering my bases. But he was definitely lying. He's definitely trying to cover something up by being so sugary sweet. Mm, don't you think that you should go speak with your aunt about that? He's here for you security. I don't want to tip my hand. If I tell her, maybe they have surveillance. 
Well, they're probably listening right now. If they are, I don't know. It's a good board. We're in the casino and we're, we're speaking out loud. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and what's your plan? What, what, what do you want to do about this, Athena? I don't know. We just got to go back to the spire where it's safe for now. We got that person to interrogate. I've got to go home. I, Whatever's out there waiting for us almost killed Pavi. I don't know how it's all related. Oh. I just, I feel it. I don't know what to do. All right. Tell you what. We'll get all of our things together and we'll go and I'll take you wherever you want to go. Everything's going to be fine. And then mm-hmm. we'll figure it out from there or something. Or something. Okay, let me let me just get changed. Are you going to be okay to stay here for just a moment while I go into the other room? I hope so. Okay. And then I think he goes into the other room and uh, begins to costume change. Oh, thank God. And I, I think he pokes his head around the side. He says, are we are we on duty? Should I be in uniform? Uh, if you want to be safe. No, I mean, I'm, a, I'm safe wherever I go with you now. Mm-hmm. Maybe not with me, though. She bites her lip. So, you, uniform, yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. They're not gonna, like, want us to go back on duty right away, are they? No, I doubt like, it. Out in the city, people aren't gonna want things from us? No, I don't think so. Good, because I'm off duty. Yep. It's it's a masquerade. A what now? A masquerade? Like a... Is that a kind of drink or something? Yeah. All right. I suppose we should be off. I suppose we should. We just need to be line for the door. I don't think there's going to be a line. She doesn't even say anything. She's just a thousand yards staring. Sorry, <laughs> she's he goes she's to... really stressed out right now. <laughs> he goes to follow you. She thinks she's about to die. Yeah, Bolt goes to follow you. Oh, good. And uh, are you guys just heading back out? Yep. All right. Uh, you make your way out the front. Um, do you want to make me one more notice this time at minus two? Yep. Eight. Eight. Uh, as you guys are walking across the floor, I think maybe your head's just on a swivel and you're looking around and you do spot Troy again. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that same side of the room, just far in the back corner, but he is he he's just watching you as you're walking by. And when, you, when he sees you see him, mm-hmm. I think he just smiles and puts up a hand to wave goodbye. I think she does a like a two-finger salute off of her head and gives him a little wink. Heads on out. Bolt sees you do this and looks around and sees Troya and starts to wave, but then stops mid-motion and puts his hand down and looks to you. No, and it's then, okay. Wave at him. Be cool. Oh, 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 yes. And then gives like a much more enthusiastic wave as they're leaving. And you look over and Harlan's just doing like a double nod, like waving back. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, have a great Have a great day. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. Yep. All right, well, you make your way back out of the Lotus and uh, onto the fog-filled street. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your plan? I don't know if you, Allie, remember this, but mm-hmm. Troya did tell you at the end of the last episode... That the highway is down. The highway is down, according to Troya. According the highway, to Troya. The highway is down. Um, well, what? How are you... Okay, first, where are you going? Um, what is your destination right now? What she really wants to do is go home because... She got to talk to Thalassica real bad about Laverna stuff, mm-hmm. but she doesn't want to lead anybody right there necessarily. So I guess to the spire where there are reinforcements if they get into a rumble. Okay. She doesn't know what's going on. Sure. 
Okay, and uh, how do you plan on getting there? Well, I feel like it wouldn't hurt to zip past the highway station within Alair Resort. Troy, I could just have been lying. Okay, so you're... So... Are you taking your feet, or are you taking the hoverboards? We are carrying the hoverboards. Carrying the hoverboards and walking towards the station. Yep. Right in front there to check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you guys make your way out into the fog and you're heading towards the station, it's definitely eerie. You can there's noise. I mean, mm-hmm. you can hear the normal city noise all around you, almost echoing from every direction through the fog and the mist. It's muffled, but somehow still reverberates more than it normally would. Mm -hmm. So think about the sound vibrations in the air. Nothing uh, catches your attention as you move towards the the highway stop, which is just on the edge of the resort area itself in Olair Resort. You're walking down the streets. It's mostly just shops. All of that good stuff is still happening. I think it's late evening right now, maybe early night, somewhere between 7 and 9 p.m. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Something like that. And you guys are making your way back. You get to the highway, and uh, your first impression is there's not nearly as much foot traffic as there normally is. It's, of course, up on a raised platform of stone and metal, like most subway or regional trams would be. There is a sign posted on every set of stairs that says, you know, down for maintenance and gives a a date and a time, which matches this evening. Good. And there does not appear to be anyone making their... There are a couple people who walk up and then they see the sign and say, oh, okay, and then they walk away. Well, that's convenient. It's convenient, Troya. She mutters under her breath. (laughs) What was that? What did you, you, you... I heard you say something. Something about Troya? You know, he told me that the... That the highway was down. I thought he might have been lying. Looks like he wasn't this time. But, I mean, that that just sounds like helpful information to me, Athena. Doesn't but, sound nefarious. But he said it real threatening, Bolt. Um, like if I said, ooh, it's foggy outside. That's not very threatening, uh, Bolt. I guess I'm not very intimidating. I don't know about that. You're pretty big. I won't argue with you there. I guess we're just... We should just get on our hoverboards. This is... Why are we walking? Because the fog's real thick. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to run into anything or anyone. It's inconvenient, well, but... If I if I yell very loudly while we're going, people get out of our way. They do that. Oh. You know, usually. But we can't see things that won't move, like Domba carts, you know? <sighs> I know. <sighs> he, I think he turns and looks longingly back towards the lotus and there's just the this a uh, nimbus of light n- through yes. the fog <laughs> green nimbus for green o'clock mm-hmm. all right well I, I i said i would help you and i will help you i will thank you paul you you are so very welcome he says well still looking back towards the lotus she tugs on his shirt a little bit on his sleeves like i guess we're going this way okay and uh, so which way are you heading generally? She wants to be a little brazen, maybe, and walk by the waterfront. Okay. Because if there was something with a boat involved last time with someone who might have been controlling some aspect of whatever the fuck was going on fleeing onto a boat, mm-hmm. maybe she can catch him trying to be sneaky this time with reinforcements. Maybe. She's okay. really trying to think strategically today and not be a dipshit. I would like for you to, at this point, uh, make me make me a notice at minus two. 
Seven. Seven, okay. This whole time you've been walking, I think you really noticed it when you reached um, the highway station. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a weird scent in the air. What does it smell like? I don't think you can put your finger on it. It's familiar to you, but you don't know. You you feel like you smelled it recently, but you don't know when, and you don't know what the smell is, but it sort of gives you just like this very slightly nauseous feeling like in your gut just an unease is it what the warehouse smelled like which with warehouse? All the, with all the mods yes oh shit it is that good and uh i would like you to make me a vigor roll at, at plus two okay <laughs> god okay. damn it oh oh my shit. oh my god i'm blowing up that's a uh, 12 oh very nice okay there's the scent in the air, and as you begin to walk away from the highway, you detect it, and mm-hmm. it, it is now familiar to you, and you know that the last time you smelled this was in that warehouse when you were with uh, Bolt and Zidal. Can I spend a Benny to say that I still had my respirator yeah. in my gear? Perfect. I think it's very reasonable that you would still have that. Cool. I slap it on Bolt. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Don't take this off. I didn't... Why would I take an acid? Why, indeed. And he pulls it down a little bit. <clears throat> um, what if I really want to? No. It's just mist scenarios. No, it's not. It smells different. This is... It smell. Do you want to get messed up like in the warehouse again? It smells busty down here. You gotta put that back on, boy. Oh, fine. Okay. <sighs> pulls it up and does like a show... Like, displays it with his hands to show that he put it on like a she good boy. She does a golf clap. A very stressed golf clap. And does a little little of his hands. She tries to pull up her shirt a little bit under her armor to breathe through, but she doesn't know if that's going to fucking help. So as you and Bolt uh, begin walking basically right after the station, you begin to hear noise in the distance. It starts to get louder the further south you move, but you feel like it's picking up as you continue to move, and it's just very loud chatter background noise kind of people talking and there's uh, shouting and laughing and yelling and things like that make me make me a notice no penalties four it's it doesn't seem like it's coming from one direction it seems like it's kind of coming from every direction it's definitely getting louder Mm. and with a four you can tell It's more like condensed groups of people. Like it's not just regular crowd chatter coming from every direction. So if we say that you're right here, kind of by the aquarium, maybe, Mm -hmm. coming from every direction around here. Oh. So what are you doing? You're just moving along the waterfront? Yeah. Okay. Bolt, if I start acting weird, uh, just get me back to the spire. I don't know. It smells like moth dust here. It's... I'm really, I'm really nervous. Yes, it is. All right, so everything Bolt says is going to come through very muffled. I mean, maybe they just have little speakers in the front. All right. Well, you've kind of been acting weird this whole time, and I am taking you to the spire, so... Weird like erratic or violent or running. I don't know. uh, Okay. Okay. Yep, I'll keep my eyes open. Thank you. Yeah, you're going to be just fine. Don't worry. Yep, going to be just fine. Claps you on the shoulder. It's, it's very heavy. She's so tense. She just shakes with the impact. After about a block, 
So you're reaching like the first dining entertainment area mm-hmm. outside of the resort here. And the noise is getting louder as you continue uh, moving that direction. And it's it's a lot of shouts, yells, and laughter. So on the whole, sounds kind of like happy noise. Okay. It's like positive. It, it's it's like still coming from everywhere. It? It's pockets of it, but it's definitely getting louder the further you travel along here. Okay. There are the occasional, you know, passers-by that you pass, but when you crest around this block, you can clearly hear shouting coming from this side street running north-south. Mm-hmm. As you walk around the corner, there is a group of maybe five or six people just sprinting in your direction, uh. um, and most of them look terrified. One of them is screaming, and they just blow right past you and curve around, running back towards the resort. Oh, fuck. What do you do? We're going forward, Bolt. Didn't I tell you something was wrong? Uh, do you believe me now? I see there are people yelling and running, but that I see that every day. I, I'm with you, Sedaris. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. And so you're going which way? East or south? Oh, south. She's got to look. Okay. She has to look. So as you turn and begin, and you guys are still holding your hoverboards, by the way. Yeah. You said you were carrying them unless you I'm going to use it to bean someone if they get too close. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. You begin uh, making your way south. Are you still just walking? Are you running? Let's see what you we're, do here. We're at a quick pace, a quick but pace. not a run. I don't want to get too tuckered. So you go uh, one more block south, and there are more people just sort of like... And remember, you can only see about 15 to 20 feet ahead of you with any real clarity beyond that. It's just sort of vague shapes and shadows and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple more people just come shooting out of the fog towards you. Most of them just look absolutely terrified. Okay. Uh, and don't... If you try to stop them or talk to them, they just completely ignore you and keep running. Can I cast empathy on one of them running away? Sure, go See ahead. if they're goobered up. 14. All you get off of the aura is pure terror and panic. There is no higher thought process. It is pure animal, hindbrain, get the fuck out of here instinct. Oh, good. And I think with that high of a roll, maybe you can like quickly look between a couple of people as they're running, and it's all the same. It's just a flash of panic. And the further south you're going, the more you hear this laughter. At this point, it kind of sounds... It's like rowdy laughter, just... You can't distinguish what they're saying or the voices in there, but definitely a group of people. And before too long, I think it'll be at the the first four-way intersection there. So very, very soon after, a bunch more forms just come out of the mist. It is a group of six humanoid-looking forms. They are all dressed in dark colors, browns and blacks. They all have hoods pulled up over their heads. You can see some red in the mist as they're sort of coming out of it, and when they're fully out of the fog and you can see them, you can tell they're all wearing masks. So everybody is wearing a mask. The mask itself, it's like a dark gray, almost like a charcoal color. So it's it blends with their outfit, but it's distinct. And there is just red latticework running through each of the masks. And all the eyes are red, but the masks are not glowing. Okay. Like the masks themselves just have red eyes and red stuff. But not glowing. But not glowing. They swagger out of the mist in your general direction, laughing and uh, hissing and things like that. And then the group notices you. Yeah, Athena's gonna cast Blast. Straight off the... Yep. All right. She is not fucking around today. All right. Uh, well, I think they are probably not gonna expect that, so go ahead and cast your Blast, and then it's gonna be initiative. 
thought. Excess, go ahead and roll 2d6 for damage. No, not you. <laughs> Put those in dice jail. I would like to use my conviction. Okay. To add another d6. All right. Go ahead. Eight. Eight total. Okay. What does your blast look like? Uh, it's a lightning bomb. Okay. That she just she rubs her palms together and has a, you know, like a little white light orb and she just whips it towards him and hopefully it explodes on him. <laughs> hopefully. All right. Uh, so what happens? You whip this white orb through the fog and I think as you do so, uh, Bolt kind of looks at you in shock and says, What? There's a moment of surprise where all of the forms, you, you watch their heads all swivel and look down at this thing before it just goes and erupts outwards. There are sparks of lightning that ripple through all of them. Some get struck in the chest, some goes up their body. I was hoping some of it would go real upward like a beacon. Yeah, I think uh, the last time you used this, I thought that was a pretty cool effect. So there's there's probably a bit of light that goes off from that. The way that you've clustered it, it's probably going to hit five of the seven people. I don't have a battle map here. There are rules uh, in Savage Worlds for if you're not like using a grid and how much, how many people should get hit. So if it's a large burst or a large blast template, it's got a certain number of people. But anyway, so for this circumstance, five of them are going to be hit. Three of them are vaporized, killed instantly. Oh, Jesus. So you killed three of them right off the bat. I mean, it's hard to tell because they're dressed in black, but maybe they've got just a couple of small fires on them smoldering and they just collapse as one. Right. Two of the other ones did get hit, but are still on their feet, shaken, gathering themselves. Okay. Uh, and then we're doing initiative. You ready? Yep. All right. Athena. You get a 10 of hearts. Bolt gets a king of clubs. Most of the goons get an eight of spades, and the rest of them get a queen of hearts. Okay, so the, the aftermath of you doing that is they all see you. Yeah. And uh, the one at the back points a finger at you and says, There! It's Bolt's turn, and he sees you just having done this, and I think he stops and looks around in surprise because he doesn't really know what's going on. Right. Uh, so he holds his action. Mm-hmm. They didn't attack us yet. No, but they were gonna. And that's his turn for now. Next up. So at this point, there are three more normal looking goons. And then there's one at the back who was the one that had shouted at you. That one steps forward kind of between all the smoking remains of the other ones that you just killed and reaches up and pulls off their mask. And underneath the mask is a Nakir person. The top half of their face is sort of rippling with these dark shadows. And they do have the glowing red eyes beneath them. They take a couple of steps towards you and their Nakir maw sort of sags open a little bit. And he just goes. (laughs) (laughs) And then he uh, walks within you know, feet of you guys, and his maw opens up and he goes, and he starts to uh, scream, and you hear this rattle going in his throat like a snake, and he is using the Nakir's fear racial power on you. Sounds like it. Athena dies uh, instantly. (laughs) No, so I need you. Actually, they they make, it's a contested spirit roll, and he is going to, it's a 15. Seven. Seven. Okay, oh, so that's nuts. a success with two raises. Oh, uh, that means that you are going to need to roll on the fear table. I've never done that before. I, I don't know. even have a d20 out. That's all right. I got one for you. You can use Boreas's. Maybe that'll help. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
roll a d20 plus two to whatever your roll is, okay? And that's going to give you a result from the fear table. Nine. Nine? Okay, you are vulnerable until the end of your next turn. Okay. And you're next, I think. Oh, so I am. Well, I'm going to say that lasts for this round of combat, otherwise it's pointless. It's fine for me. Okay. So he does that, and he just lets out this ear-splitting screech. It's not an area of effect, so he's targeting you, so it doesn't get bolt. That's his turn. And then it is your turn, Athena. Okay. So this guy has closed on you just a little bit. You can easily close with him if you would like to. There are three other goons still behind him, all clad in these masks. She shouts to bolt, keep one alive, and casts burst. You got a minute? Yep. Go for it. Seven. Seven is a success. That is 2d6 damage. Six. Go ahead and roll it. And with your burst, I think you can... I think you can hit everybody that's left at this point. Five. Five damage? Mm-hmm. All right. That is going to get the other three that are in the back, but not the guy that's right in front of you. So what does your burst look like? Is it the flamethrower? It's just a, a flamethrower. I think she casts it out of her palm as she's... She turned her bracer into a tower shield at the same time. So it's all just a one-arm motion. Oh, very, very bright. Cool. Very, all very of a sudden. Bright burst of fire. All right, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, those flames ripple outward. And you you can see them licking at the fog. The fog definitely dampens the fire a lot, but it still goes out. It flash fries the other three in the back. I think they're still just recovering, maybe jarred from the electricity that they just soaked up and they're not ready for it. But the flames wash over them and their clothes catch fire and they just collapse onto the ground. The one right in front of you or the one that's closest to you puts an arm up and shields it and then throws his arm off and you know there's a little rippling of clothing and he goes and his mouth is still open and distended as he hisses at you for everybody listening one of the primary references for the nakir are the vampires from blade 2 like the super vampires with that weird mouth thing it doesn't go down their throat like it does, though. Yeah, not with quite the vampires, like that. but it, that's not how I designed it. Maybe there are some. Maybe I don't there know. Are well, some. We're I still mean, in alpha design. You know so. what? Fuck it. Why not? Some of them. Pavies don't. Pavies do not. Pavies mouth are just opens. In our cheeks. Pavies mouth opens like a snake more than anything else. So okay, so he hisses at you, and uh, that's your turn. All the goons are dead. I think Bolt just forfeits his action for the turn. Athena gets a Joker. Yeah. Your assailant gets an eight of diamonds and bolt has a two of spades okay athena with your joker you get a plus two to everything you do this round and you get plus two to any kind of damaging rolls should you make them what would you like to do what i would love to do with all my heart is to entangle this motherfucker okay get him real good go ahead and roll entangle 10 wait 10, yes. 10 is a cast with a raise, which means they are bound. They are fully contained by whatever entangle you've used on them. What does it look like? She uses her bracers, I think. Just sends them right off of her arm like little snakes and just both of them go. And they just wrap around them like a snake? She wants to close up that mouth, if possible. Sure, why not? Just have a, a real good strap there. It just makes it hard to do. Like, he could probably do it if he really wanted to, but... Yeah, clamps over his mouth. It is his turn next, so I think he just collapses to the ground, and he's wriggling and trying to get out, and he's gonna try to get out. Mm-hmm. He blew up both of those. A 10 at 
I think because he's bound, he gets a minus four. So that's a six. So he gets a partial success, which partial means he success. goes from being bound to entangled, but he that means he can't move. So right. he can still move stuff. So I think in his wriggling, he manages to wrench his mouth out from Checks being covered out. by the metal uh, and is trying to just wiggle out of it, but it's still around his legs as he's trying to push himself up. And he's just snarling and hissing and spitting this whole time. And it is Bolt's turn. And I think Bolt is just going to run over and pick him up and hold him <laughs> like to, a bear <laughs> basically so let me uh, let me roll for bolt bolt gets an 11 so I, I think bolt is now assisting in the the grapple nice so he's back up to bound and he's holding it there and he says um I, i've got him uh here he is good good excellent i think for now i'm gonna say combat initiative is over for the time being there's a lull of silence for just a moment you know, follow you. All this has happened in the span of less than 30 seconds, like yep. 15 to 30 seconds. So as the dust settles, so to speak, there's quiet, but then you can still hear the din of shouting and yelling in the background from elsewhere, from everywhere, all around you still. And this guy, where does it sound like the nearest other screams are? Make me a notice at minus minus two, I guess. Uh, well, those are both fours. It it literally just... It, it sounds like it's coming from everywhere. It's impossible to tell. You could probably pick any direction and go and find more people. You don't know what kind of people you'll find, but... Let's continue... Now what? You know what? She hasn't done this before. She's gonna look at this Shadow Nakir with empathy to see if anything looks different. Okay. Go for it. Sure. She's been wondering. Five. Athena, as Bolt is holding this Nakir man, it looks like... And the shadows are just sort of rippling around his head and the glowing eyes are still fixed there. And he's hissing and spitting and snapping and raving, you know, just being pinched together by Bolt. You watch this black cloud spill out from his head and it just sweeps out everywhere. And in your mind's eye as you're watching all this happen, you see that black just this... keep keep going. Oh, jeez. It, it gets into the fog and the mist, and it looks like it's rippling out, just outwards away from him, and it spreads more and more and more. His aura is entirely black. There are these red streaks running through it in every direction, and the longer you watch, they come back to center focus, and they coalesce and almost coagulate into these two red splotches and his black aura that is just looking down at you. She looks at those two red dots and she makes real, I guess, eye contact for lack of a better word. Looks real fucking pissed. She doesn't know what's looking back, if anything even is. Sure. But she's trying to send a message because that same shit happened in the interrogation room too. Mm -hmm. Three whole times. (laughs) It is worth noting. Athena would know the distinction here. Mm -hmm. The aura definitely reminds you of, you know, the interrogation rooms. There's definitely correlation there. This is way worse. Yeah. This is much more... Because it's not a snake going through it. It's all black. Everything is black. It's all black. And the people in the interrogation room did not have, like, visible blackness on them. Right. Nor did they have glowing eyes at that time. These are things Athena would know. The two red orbs track onto you and just fix on your position and follow you. The individual is still just, like, animalistic. Bolt, can you keep him still? We gotta keep moving. And as Bolt is holding this guy and it continues to rave, there's one like, 
and it spits out just a little spray of red mist. Ugh, probably from all the electricity. Sort of in your direction. Not on you, but... I mean, was it blood? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Uh, You can probably assume that it's blood, and it starts to run in a trickle down the corner of his mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. um, what is going on? Okay, you remember in the interrogation room when all those people were dying? Uh, yes, I do. That's this. Worse. It's worse now. Oh, I'll I see. think that's what all this the screaming is about, so we need to go and help people. We're never really off duty, Bolt. We're regulators. Mm. I know. Yes, uh, yes, I suppose. Aldrich, where are we going? She goes to the nearest sounding scream, wherever that may be. South, perhaps? As you continue to move, things are in constant motion. Like, there are people running in and out of your vision. Imagine it like your vision is just a circle. It's Mm -hmm. a radius that moves with you. Yeah. So as you move through the city, people will move in and out of your radius of sight. But things are just going in every direction. I'm thinking personally of that one dungeon in Link to the Past where it's really dark. And you have to, like, find a lantern to make your... I think that was Link to the Past anyway. It's it's a pretty traditional RPG trope. So that's happening while you're moving south. Most of the people you see just look like they're running from things or something. They look scared. You do occasionally see a black-clad figure in a mask just, like, running independently, Mm -hmm. presumably pursuing people. I mean, if there were any of them, she'd want to stop that. Okay, that's sure. So the first time you see this, there's a a person being pursued by somebody in a mask. Well, she's going to shoot him with a bolt. Okay. Go ahead and bolt. This is a real massacre. I hope I'm making the right choices, but I really don't know. Oof, bad. Didn't didn't hit. Okay, yeah, so you, you shoot a lightning bolt. There's maybe a Yara woman who just scuttles past on her legs, whipping around a corner by you. And very quickly after that is a... Uh, another black-clad figure who's hopping around, sort of like a frog, and bouncing off buildings and stuff, and just cackling the whole time as he follows this Yara woman. Fuck. But, and you shoot the lightning bolt just as this thing jumps into the mist and out of your sight, and it just goes right under him. Shit. We gotta keep moving. And that, that echoing laughter trickles back to you as it disappears deeper into the mist. So you keep moving. Are you picking a direction? Are you still trying to move towards the spire? Still trying to move towards the spire. So you're no longer along the waterfront. You're going through the city We're going through the city now. She has more important things to do than look for a boat. Make me another notice. No difficulty. Thank God I beefed up my notice, huh? This this was actually a good time for you to do that. Seven! Seven, okay. You haven't seen any other bodies so far. Okay, good. Or maybe bad. I don't know. Unless they're just infecting people or something. Who's to say? Hard to know. Uh, One thing you do notice as you begin walking south, let's say you're about here, you notice that on this block and the one that you just passed, there are great metal wires strung up between buildings. Not normally there? No, not at all. Like trip in height? Clothesline in height? For what height? Average folk. Higher than that. You would not walk into it as an average-sized person. Would it's Bolt like, have to it's like duck a little, under it? Um, I think Bolt can maybe go just under it. Something. It, it's like a little above the average person's height, and they're just strung up between buildings. What the fuck is that? I think along with your notice, you'll also see, looking up in the air, you can see edges of fog. Like, the fog is still, you know, as oppressive as it has been. You can see trickles of other colors coming through the fog, like actual smoke, presumably flares or something like that. Good. I go towards that. 
Make me a... I think she's trying to hustle with her shirt up as much as she can for as sure, little as that probably sure. helps. Sure, and I, I think this is also another time to say, uh, make me a vigor roll. This time, no, no bonus. Just a vigor roll. Just a straight up vigor. Four. Four is a success. Okay. You keep your shirt up. You're, you're still feeling clear-headed. Everything's good so far. You look up and you can see that there is this multicolored smoke. I don't know that there's a way for you to determine where it's coming from just because of the visual situation right now. So I'm going to say I'm not I'm not going to give you a specific role on that right now because okay. I don't think there's a way you could exactly tell where it's coming from. I have a question. Sure. Looking at this fog or mist, does it appear to be actually like water-based or is it dust? It mostly looks like fog or mist that you would expect, but it's just dense. thicker and denser than it normally would be and it's got this weird smell. Mm-hmm. Make me a smarts roll. Just a regular smarts roll. I'm always good at those. Four. The wires are up just a little bit higher, so you probably wouldn't hit them when you were walking, but maybe if you're riding a hoverboard. Oh, shit. That was for us? That's that's hard oh, to say. Oh, those tricky motherfuckers. Oh, those bastards. She's going to kill Troya so bad. <laughs> oh, man. She will try. Presumably. I think she points at the wires. Unless you want to play love interest on them. God, if I had that, I would already be playing it on Bolt. Oh, God, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, if you t- far well, be it for me to stifle well, your fantasy. Mm. Bolt will love me. <laughs> I think Athena points at the wires, points them out to Bolt. It's a, that's an awfully good trap for someone on a hoverboard. It, it does look that way, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Pretty hard to stop if you were on a board. It would be really hard to stop. <laughs> I'm sure that would hurt a lot. I'm sure it would. And as you guys are having this conversation, he's, I guess, still holding this guy's... I ah, guess. Ah, he's so strong. And th- this is like nothing to him. He's just, yeah, holding, just, this, just holding him. Just holding him. And he's also still bound with metal, so trying to get through bolt and metal. Yeah. Good luck. So I'm just going to assume that he's being held until further notice. His bolt is super strong, and he can easily carry this little ragged doll of a man. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Right. She could probably take off her other metal if she needs it, but... Sure. Until, until further notice. So as you guys continue moving through the fog-filled city with sounds of chaos around you, it's mostly just people noises. Voices, shouting, yelling. There's no explosions. There doesn't seem to be any gunfire. Nothing sounds like it's breaking too badly, but... Stuff's happening. Are we getting close to that one bridge? Uh, like over here? Mm-hmm. Which one? That one. This one? Um, yeah, I think if you're working your way that way, you're, let's say you're here. You're right by another one of the highway stops, which is, of course, down right now. Mm-hmm. Lucky you. There's another crowd of, uh, forms that you can hear as you're coming this way. This one sounds more like it's chanting. Like there's, it's not shrieks, it's not yells, it's just crowd of chanting. And as you get closer and they start to appear out of the fog, you see that they're all wearing black. And they're all wearing masks and what it's got the chanting? red on it. You can't tell at first. As you get closer, you see uh, most of them are holding signs up, like signs or some of them holding with their hands, some are on pickets. And what they're shouting renditions of, go home, go back to the surface, give us back our city, go home toppers, free caldonics renditions of that. This group, there's probably 10 to 15 of them. And they all got masks on? They've all got masks on. That's a damn shame. 
but they're just just picketing. As far as you can tell. I mean, so as you guys get closer, one of them points to you and Bolt holding this other one. He's still just... So you're holding him and he's raving uh, and he's dressed in basically the same colors as them. One of them points at you guys and says, oh, look, it's a bunch of regulators. It's a bunch of regulators. And there's a bunch of... What are you doing? What are you doing? My job. Give us our city back. Why are you helping these people? She just raises her arms like, why are you causing a riot? This is a peaceful protest. Cool. Why were there people chasing other folks in the streets? And they they all... All dressed like you. They're all looking around at each other, holding signs. And some of them just kind of shrug and say, nobody chasing anybody here. Just... Then carry on. And she leaves. All right. Just go past. And there's a, there's more chanting and they watch you She wants to look go. at them. Okay. Five for empathy. Okay, you, uh, let's see. you look at the one who's, you know, was speaking to you, and they're, you can't distinguish anything about them. As far as physical traits, Yara are easily, are easiest to pick out in a crowd because they have to wear special clothing, so right. if they move at all, you can usually see their legs on their back in some form, even though they can retract. I bet Dillion's really easy to spot, too. Yeah, larger uh, Karnak are also easier to pick out, but otherwise all the humanoid races are generally about the same size and build. Right. And have... They can vary like humans can. So it's hard to distinguish individuals when they're all wearing the same stuff. The one that you had been speaking to sounded male. Mm-hmm. His aura spills out. Definitely does not look the same as the guy that you are holding with you. Does he still have all the black shadows on his face? <laughs> on his face, yes. Okay. But, uh, I mean, his aura his aura was just a phantasm of your mind. No, so I get that. But he's still got glowing red eyes and black shadows on his face. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's going to double back on that. She's going back to the crowd. Okay, so let's just Bolt. say you're you're walking by the crowd. Yeah. I think she pats Bolt on the arm to have him stop for a sec. Oh. I don't know what all your plans are for tonight, but there are very similarly dressed folks that she gestures to the the shadow face and the glowing eyes who are terrorizing the city. So <laughs> Yep. There you go. Yeah. So if you don't want to be implicated in something possibly quite large tonight please return home there will be better times for this shit i promise i would like you to make a persuasion roll at plus two because that was a a good argument and you've you've got some visible (laughs) evidence on your side four (laughs) four okay that's a success so as you're standing there and bolt is holding this guy and he's ranting and raving when you had cast empathy on that guy Mm -hmm. pretty normal looking aura definitely some there's anger there's confusion now there's concern and you make this plea to all of them the crowd as a whole some of them you know their signs lower a little bit and there's some whispering between them as you're saying this someone might be trying to frame the city for something it's not doing so don't give in to whatever bullshit they're trying to pull just please go home yeah they all take a moment and look around and one of them says um but there's people hurting people we're gonna get it taken care of we're regulators it's what we do they nod at that. The leader, the one at the front, turns around and says, This is not what we signed up for. We don't want anybody getting hurt. Everybody go home. And he just waves a hand and says, This isn't the time or the place. Listen to her. They start to filter out, except for, you know, two of them at the back holding the signs. One of them takes a few steps forward. This is clearly a Karnak. Their posture's a little bit more hunched, and there's a tail poking yeah, out behind them. that'll do it. They do still have a different 
sized mask on over their face, reaches out a clawed hand from under their... They, they have kind of a cloak on. Yeah. points at the other one and says, We came here to protest! And he waves it off and says, Not the time. Not the time. And then the other one just... <laughs> a similar noise to the one that you're holding. <laughs> looks back at you and Bolt and says, Release! And points at the one that Bolt was holding. Let him go! Uh, no. He attacked me and my compatriot, so we're taking him in as a suspect for questioning. Also, do you not see his whole deal on his face? She's just, like, standing next to him, framing his face with her hands. The two that have stayed behind, everybody else is dispersing. There's, like, the leader you're talking to and these other two. One of them's a Karnak, the other one just looks humanoid. The Karnak goes back to the other and makes a couple of motions kind of puts his hand, a hand up to his mask and rubs a little bit and then shakes his head and then they both book it off in a different direction. Cool. She's going to cast empathy on that one. Okay, go ahead. Nine. Nine is a success with a raise. Let's say you do this during the exchange while you guys are talking and you watch this Karnak communicating with his friend. His aura comes out, looks mostly normal. The edges of it are sparkly. Sparkly. There's like a weird tinge to the aura itself. Bolt, drop that guy. Go get that Karnak. Uh, okay. So Bolt drops that guy and runs over and he's gonna try to grapple him. Seems appropriate. So Bolt rolled two threes. Would you like him to Benny that? Okay. Bolt has succeeded by one, so he manages to grapple this Karnak. Cool. Uh, So he grabs him, preventing him from... I think it's just like a bear hug around the waist, just grabs him and pulls him up in this Karnak. So yeah, he's chomping at him and hissing and... Release me! And uh, his friend is surprised and I think runs up and maybe hits Bolt once or twice on the bicep. Come on, man! Sees you and then takes a couple steps back and then turns and runs into the, the mist. Uh, the leader who had been standing here with the protest mm-hmm. uh, sees Bolt grab, you know, one of his protesters and say, Hey, what are you... We're, we're dispersing. What are you doing? I know. This is different. I swear. Different how? I don't have time to explain just it Just detaining to- people for peaceful protest now? Is this what regulators stand for? Is this Caldonics? This isn't the city I grew up in. Maybe it's not the city I grew up in either. But there's a lot of bad shit happening right now and we gotta make sure it doesn't spill over into East City. He looks you up and down and says, looks like it already did. And then he leaves. Cool, man. (laughs) She shouts into the fog. It's a thankless job. Yeah. But she's handling herself very well. Yeah. For PR for Athena. Mm -hmm. She's trying real hard for Athena. You're like a block away from the bridge that you're trying to get to. On any other day, you would have clear visibility to see the spire from here. But you know where you are because you grew up in the city and you can see the street signs and stuff. But you can't see the spire from here. She doesn't know if she can get the Karnak and the Nakir back by themselves because she can't. Unless Bolt can somehow grapple both of them, one under each arm. Can he do that? You can sure ask him. Bolt, can you get both of these guys? I don't think I can do it. I can certainly try. Alrighty. Go for it, bud. He picks up the other one who's still bound and wriggling to get out, and he's holding the Karnak, who is putting up way more of a fight. And is just, he, this guy can actually talk, so he is just hurling insult after insult, like, your mother's a pig, you fucking regulators, unhand, get off of me, let me go, I haven't done anything, you're what's wrong with it, like, it's never, and it mm-hmm. just doesn't stop the whole time, and Bolt's just, do we really need to care? 
carry them the whole yeah. way. We're so, so close, Bolt. He's so annoying. I know. <sighs> I just need to get some blood work out of these guys. He squeezes the Karnak a little tighter. And oh, God. Like, <gasps> oh, no. Bolt, not that hard. Yeah. <sighs> fine, fine. As soon as he picked him up, she was going to try to ferry him over that fucking bridge. He is sworn to carry her burdens for this session. Sworn to carry your burdens. <laughs> So you're coming down this last block, moving towards the bridge, and as you're doing so, sounds in the din moving in from all directions, there is one more group that steps out of the fog. Right in front of the bridge, they are standing between buildings, so they're not out in the open space, they're still funneled between the buildings. It's another group of probably seven to ten, all masked, all wearing the same outfits. This group is not holding signs, Mm -hmm. and they are... Basically just standing there waiting. Nobody's really moving. Nobody's making any noise here. But it is just a wall of dark figures as you walk forward. And there's another wire above them. Man, they were really going to trip us up. You and Bolt come out. Bolt is holding both of these guys and you are there with him. And there are ten forms between you and this bridge. And the bridge will lead directly to the spire. I think Athena is confident that if you can get past here, you can probably make it to the spire. Okay. Athena looks at Bolt and says, I'm going to get you onto that bridge. You book it. You get these guys into custody. I will meet you there. And she casts teleport on him and the two others. Okay. She's going to take her metal back, though, because she needs it. Okay, so you you can definitely take the metal back. Uh, Go ahead and roll for teleport. 19... Wow, okay. This is a grit moment for her. Yeah, you can, I mean, you can easily teleport past this group. You can teleport up to 50 yards. So I think from where you are, you can completely bypass the group in front of you and reappear probably right in front of the bridge or maybe just on the bridge. I was hoping to teleport past them onto the bridge itself. Yeah, that's. I think yeah. you can do that. Sure. Cool. Okay. So... Once they get there and crackle out of their lightning, she slaps him on the arm and says, I will cover you. You need to go. Let's start initiative. Here we go. And I think after you teleport is when the forms in front of you start making noise. Well, you go past them and then you hear it from behind you because you've appeared past them. Mm -hmm. So Athena is down to one power point. Oh, God. But maybe everything will be okay. Queen of hearts for Athena. Bolt gets a ten of hearts, and the goons get a king of clubs. <laughs> so the goons get to go first. So, Athena, the first thing that occurs to you after you've teleported and given Bolt his orders is that uh, there's actually another group on the other side of the bridge. Fuck! So you are now between two groups of about ten people. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? All dressed in the same outfits, all with red <laughs> and black masks, all holding some sort of weaponry. Some of them have guns, uh, some of them are ballistic, some are quarry, and some of them are holding implements like knives or bats. So you say this to Bolt, he leans back and says, there seems to be a bit of a problem, but yeah. I, I've got this, don't worry. Okay. All the goons get to go, so the order is going to be group one, which is the one that you just teleported past, then Athena, then Bolt, then group two, which is the one ahead of you. Uh, so the one behind you, a number of them begin to close with you into melee, and some of them are opening fire behind those. Checks out, so let's checks see what out. Do. Oh, wow, those are all so bad. Oh, thank God. <laughs> well, huh? I'm going to use my GM Benny. Fuck. 
Oh, that's much better. All right, so a five will hit, and there is an eight, which is a hit with a raise. Yeah. And they are shooting for you right now. So your toughness is eight. Six. Six. Sorry. Let's do some damage. That's a seven on the first one, so that is going to shake you. Yeah. And the second one is the one with a raise. That one's an eight. So you're going to take one wound unless you'd try to, you'd like to try to soak it here. I'm going to take a wound. Okay. It's not a hail of gunfire, but as you teleport through and you issue orders to bolt, you turn around and you see that all of these figures are rounding on you mm-hmm. and a number of them just, you know, pull guns from the folds of their cloaks or beneath their armor and aim in your general direction. I think th- three of them are shooting at you. They're shooting guns at yep, you. Yep, shooting gun. Bullets are flying at you. Yep. Uh, some of them whiz by, one grazes you, and then one just... Where do you think it hits? Uh, I think it tears through her side. Okay. Just, it's a clean tear. It yeah. hurts like hell, but it punches through. Several others close with you. I think uh, maybe three more of them, and they're going to try to gang up on you in melee. Here we go. Here we go. And what's your parry? Parry's five. All right, so two of them are also going to hit you. <laughs> oh, good. It'll be fine. Oh, maybe. Man. We'll maybe. see. The first one is four damage, which does not beat your toughness. Uh, and the second one is three damage. Ooh. Jesus. Okay. Well, they hit, but not very well. They rush in these uh, dark forms just bearing on you. And with so many things running at you at once, it's hard to focus on anything in particular. Mm-hmm. So just because you don't have your shield out yet and you're trying to, you know, how do you, how do you defend yourself? Are you bobbing and weaving? Are you trying to dodge? I think she's trying to dodge. One of them has a knife. I think maybe if they have a knife, she, like, stiff arms their elbow to make the knife swerve elsewhere. And I like that. So one of them has a knife. The other two have blunt instruments. Maybe one of them's like, a, a pipe or something oh, like God. that. And they come in, and your attention is on the one with a knife as they're wielding it in an arc at you, and you stop that blow, and the other two connect with you, but it hits the padding of your armor, and you just don't feel the shock as much as you should have. And that is going to be their turn. It is now your turn, Athena. What oh, do you do? Oh, thank God. Can I have the, my free item interaction be that man, the Karnak? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to do? I just want to get Bolt to drop him real quick and say, can you swim? Because you're going to need to get into that canal real fast. Just get out of here. Bolt drops him and the the Karnak, he's still wearing his mask. You know, the Karnak still has his mask on. And she looks- takes the mask. All right. Come on, man. Get out of here. Rip the mask off. Underneath, he's a Dillion. He's like a shorter Dillion, shiny, dirty yellow scale pattern with these beady little eyes. And you take his mask off and he you know, hisses at you. And then, you know, there's guns are firing and he sees that and immediately just bugs out over the... He doesn't even say anything to you. He just runs to the edge and jumps off. And you hear a sploosh in the water. Good. I'd like to get some of my bonds off of the guy to make a regular shield, a medium shield. Okay. I think that's fine. Bolt's and still holding him tight. I'd like to cast my <laughs> adventure card. Nice. Power surge. Ooh. I get all my power points back. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. Nice. Okay. Very good. So I'm using the card power surge. Whoa. Where'd that come from? Immediately recover all spent power points. Wow. All 15 of them. You really needed that. It's almost like I knew I had it. Almost. I was like, wow, you only have one power point left? Yep. <laughs> yeah, playing danger. Well, you have some bennies still. I do. I think. I do. I have, I have two. Two. Good. It's an adventure card. Mm-hmm. So I think it is important to tie it in narratively somehow. Athena, I think there is a moment of 
desperate clarity where you're on the bridge, guns are going off. You are so close to the spire, your goal. You're almost there, but you guys are trapped in this pincer attack. Doesn't look great. And I think in this moment of stress and anxiety and maybe even some fear, uh, there is a red hot surge from your circlet. You feel it burning on your head and for a moment you just feel this flash of anger and frustration and rage and then this energy just courses back into you feel like you like a million bucks like you just had a full night's sleep nice. and it just comes rushing back Did and you, shake you shake. she's feeling right as rain and she's gonna fry some fuckers okay what are you doing cast in burst nice so here we go this is probably gonna hit I think about half of them, probably five. Seven. Just the way a cone is done. Seven. Oh, uh, nope, six minus one for my wound. Okay, uh, well, a seven is a success, no raise, so that is 2d6. Eight damage. I think that'll probably burn off three of them. So ju- just for clarity, basic statistical thresholds in Savage Worlds, the lowest possible toughness you can have is four. Yeah. Barring some sort of extra penalty. That is her usual toughness. Right, it's two plus half vigor die. So, eight damage would instantly kill any extra that has a d4 in vigor. Otherwise, it would need to be at least nine, because then the base toughness is five, and one with a raise over that is nine. So, being that a d4 vigor is below average, I think it's probably going to affect three of them, let's say. So, you'll it'll vaporize three of them, and then two more will be shaken. Cool. So, there's the tell me what this burst of flame looks like. I mean, it's it's your standard uh, hand flamethrower. I think it's it is usually the same hand she has her shield up with. So the metal zips off, returns to her arm to form a shield as she's just just ripping this flame. Nice. It's red and orange and bright, and it, I think it probably makes her hair a little frizzier than it would have been without all that heat. This anger just washes through, bursts out in this wave. Two of the ones that it vaporizes are the ones who had the the clubs that were coming at you in melee. So they're just whoosh, up. There's a, I think there's some hisses. There's no cry of pain, but there's more animalistic noises like what Bolt is holding. And they collapse in smoldering piles. So there are still quite a few in front of you. Is that your turn? Yeah. Like you're not moving or anything? Uh, I, I would want to move to be back to back with Bolt. Okay. So you move and uh, put your back against him. I said I'd cover him. That's true. It is now Bolt's turn. Oh, what is this beautiful bastard going to do? So he listens to you. Uh, He does release the Karnak when requested. The Karnak jumps overboard. He just cheeses it. Yeah, he (laughs) cheeses it. He's gone. Just instantly gone. Bolt is still holding the other snarling Nakir man. So Bolt, uh, I think, feels your presence at his back after you do this and says, Don't worry, Sedaris, I'll make a path. Oh, yeah? uh, Just don't get lost behind me now. I will do my best. And uh, I think Bolt. <laughs> okay. So Bolt bears down. He's he's still holding this snarling thing in his arms. And he goes down like he's in a runner's stance. It's like the world lurches for a second. And he's gone. Holy like, shit. Bolt is just gone. You feel this burst of air back there. And you watch this golden streak just blast across the bridge and smash into this crowd. Holy shit! Some of the ones that go flying, you watch as their bodies sort of like disintegrate into this... Holy shit. ...dust in midair and just... It's gone. 
is done. <sighs> Fuck. And there is just now this empty space where half of that crowd used to be, and there are still some on either ends, and Bolt is on the opposite side, and there's like a streak of this smoldering pavement with enormous smashed footprints in it, and Bolt himself just has like these little steamy things rising off of him. Nice. And he's still holding the one thing. Yes, flawless victory. So yeah, I think uh, probably half of that crowd is just gone. Like they just don't exist anymore. Well done, Bolt. Actually, I want to add one more thing. Okay. When Bolt goes to charge, he does scream. He does scream. He goes, and then blasts through, and they get scattered like bowling pins. Beautiful. And uh, then it is that crowd's turn, and they are going to turn and shoot at Bolt. Checks out. Or swarm around him. So let's see how they do. Lose will hit. Hmm, Sure got a lot of blood for such a skinny guy. (laughs) All right, so that shakes him. Would you like Bolt to soak? Yeah. He is going to take a wound if you do not ask him to soak. Yes, he should soak. Okay. If at all possible. It's very possible. Bolt is good at soaking. Bolt got a 10 on his soak roll. Oh my god. Yeah. He heals himself. Spoiler alert. Bolt has a D12 vigor, so like... Checks out. Man, we are just just mirror opposites. Just... just yeah. <laughs> kind of. Sort of. I didn't plan it that way. It's beautiful. But kind of came the way so. Okay. So you watch as the group that he's just scattered, there is no pause there. Like, they immediately... As he has destroyed half of them and gone through, they together shift, pivot, and swarm on him. Some so, hive mind yeah, shit. So some of them pull out guns and start firing while the other ones just swarm up and begin trying to hit him and stab him and all these other things. And it's just a flurry of motion. I think from where you're standing, you definitely see some the bullets like pinging off of his uniform and one glances off of his cheek, smashes a streetlight nearby. And that's their turn. Alrighty. Athena, you get an eight of spades. Bolt gets a four of diamonds. First group of goons gets a seven of clubs. Second group of goons gets a five of clubs. So Athena, you go first. What would you like to do? She would like to multi-action. She wants to teleport to Bolt and assist in one some way once she's there. I okay, just don't well, know if it's going to be burst or blast or bo- burst or bolt, depending on where she ends up. Okay, well, I mean, if you're if you're teleporting right to Bolt, there's a bunch of... There's still five enemies, so two people with guns on either side and three that are swarming Bolt. So I don't know what your focus would... Are you trying to, like, clear people off of Bolt? I'm trying to clear people off of Bolt. Okay, well, there's three by him. I would actually like to use uh, my adventure card. Oh, wow. No, double adventure it. cards, y'all. Double adventure cards. It should just always give you double adventure cards. It's fun. It is fun. Uh, second wind. Ooh. I'm feeling much better now. Play on your hero to automatically remove all wounds sustained in this combat, but not crippling injuries. If shaken, they're now unshaken as well. Okay. So I just can't multi-action with a another minus on there. I get you. Okay, so um, get rid of your one wound, and you are no longer shaken. So you, you er- watch Bolt just smash through this group of people, and you watch all these little insects trying to harm him and making no headway whatsoever, and you're just like, yeah, I can do this. I think she just starts laughing, and she charges in. She's having a better time than she charges. thought she was gonna. She charges in because she's a Bolt. Yeah. She too is a Bolt. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's built for each other. 
Oh my god, here we go. That didn't work, so I need to Benny it. Okay. That's a five. Five is the success, so you can teleport. You can definitely make it to Bull. That's fine. Cool. Make it to there. Want to light up some people. Sure, go in. Oh my god. I got brainwave. It's 14. Is it? Yep. With O with the minus two. You math. Good job. I'm math. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Okay, 14 is definitely cast with a raise. Uh, so that's going to be 3d6 damage. Oh, you mean you need 3d6? Uh, whichever 3d6 right you want. You're using your cursed one? No, that's this one. You going to try to break it out? Mm-hmm. No, okay. Just leave it in dice jail. What'd you get? Uh, well, I got a 10. Okay, 10 is definitely sufficient to fry the three remaining in melee with him. Excellent. So is this uh, similar to your other one? You hurl a lightning grenade behind them? Good. So no, a burst. I'm so sorry. That's fine. Um, So burst is a cone. Right. If you are standing, if you're standing right next to Bolt, yeah, you can hit all three. That's fine. Okay, I just why not? I just there's too many B named things, and I got them confused because you know all of them. I do. I really shouldn't know all of no, them. It's good to know. You get options, so you burst. Just another flamethrower. Yes. All right. Yeah. More. Uh, more sputtering and hissing as these three forms just crumple and wither under the the intense heat of your flames. You watch the flames lick up their dark outfits some of the paint peeling away from their masks. And then uh, you can still move if your intention is to like run further towards the spire. She's not going to advance without Bolt because she needs to cover him while he's going forward. Okay, that's fair. So I think she'll hold her movement until he moves himself. Okay, that's if fine. If that's acceptable. Yeah, I think that's fine. Uh, so the group from the other side of the bridge is going to try to swarm over this way. Uh, the melee combatants are not going to be able to reach you because you teleported definitely outside of their range. Uh, I think everybody with a gun is going to try to take some pot shots. It's probably going to be medium range. And uh, at this distance, I'm, they're also going to have trouble with the uh, the fog and stuff, too. So this, it's actually going to be at minus four, but they're going to try. Yeah, none of those hit. Okay, so that's their turn. Other goons, there's two left. They are going to shoot at you now that you've appeared. And they're still at short range. It's a one and a four. One of them hits. Uh, that is ten damage overall. So you have a toughness of eight. Which means you I have sh- toughness of six. <laughs> okay, so that is a hit with a raise. Wait, Unless no. Unless my shield helps. You know, I think, th- is it, what size shield is it? Medium. It's a medium It's minus shield. two cover. It is cover? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that that's important for me to know. I do not remember those things I've just all the so time. rarely been shot at with guns before in recent memory. It's been mostly melee say, you, combatants. I don't know, you get shot a lot. You got shot a lot early on. Early on, yes. That's fair, okay. But it's been a, it's been a couple episodes. Well then, that, so that's my bad. If you would ever like to remind me that you have the shield out and that counts as cover, please let me know. Do you remember how cover works? Barely. Okay. So for ranged combat, target number is always four. And then there's penalties to the roll. Penalties for range, penalties for cover, sight, lighting, that sort of thing. So that applies a minus two penalty to any ranged attacks against you, which means that the other one would not have hit. So you, you are not hit or damaged in any way. Gotcha. Just makes you harder to shoot. So yeah, just a bunch of bullets just pinging off your shield. You could hear it echoing in the fog. That sounds, sounds cool. Probably does sound pretty cool. Dull in the fog and then sort of echoing off of the buildings, but... Like those yoga gongs, they ring real slow. Mm. You know what I mean? I think so. It is now Bolt's turn. And he sees you and says, This way, Sedaris! Yep, following you, Bolt! And just runs off into the fog in the direction that he believes the spire to be. Is it the right way? Yeah, there's only one way to go. Thank God! Oh my God! And it's like another 
maybe 50 yards until you are very clearly right next to the spire. She's keeping up with him. At this point, we'll end the combat because okay. you you have gone far enough past them that you can move pretty freely. They're going to have a harder time tracking you. So I think at this point, you've made it past them. The spire is in, in sight and you've made it. Awesome. Maybe. I'm going to see the fucking proctor. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so you are with Bolt. And uh, how do you go to the? Are you going to the bottom entrance? You going? To the top? What are you doing? Uh, she wants to look check in on the main entrance to see if people realize shit's fucked up outside. You go in the main entrance from here. You're the fog is just as dense here. I mean, it's it hasn't gotten any better. Mm-hmm. The smell is still in the air. You still hear scuffle noises around the city. From from where you are, it's, it's still out there. Right. You can't really tell, but it's still out there. So you get in the main entrance. Let's it's Rebexy. Why why not? Why wouldn't it be Rebexy? Why wouldn't it be Rebexy? Uh the Love wait- this girl. Yeah. The waiting room, it's not packed. I mean, there's not really many people here, but you go in, uh Rebexy is typing furiously at her monitor, and I don't think notices you until you make yourself known. Hey Rebexy, um, is there stuff happening? Yes, everywhere. Awesome. Where's the proctor? Um probably in her office. Excellent. I will go to there. I will let her know. Cool. Her wire braids are clattering together as her head swivels and she pushes She's a bunch a of pro. buttons. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bolt is still holding this. I think Rebexy looks over at Bolt, who's just grasping this snarling, spitting Nakir man. I just assumed he still had him under one arm. Just, oh, yeah, he basically <laughs> just is. Just, just Cash just told him that way. Bolt says, oh, and um, should, what? Where, where should I put this? Oh, it's coming with us. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. You're you're doing great, Bolt. Oh, I know. You know. I do know. Let's go to the elevator. Okay. And he goes to the elevator with you, and you guys can take it down to the floor where the proctor resides. When you open up onto the floor here, definitely more movement from the regulators. People just walking up and down the hallways much quicker. It's not like a panic. It's just there's more activity. Right. The amount of time it took you to get across the city, it probably took you a decent amount of time if you're going on foot. I assumed at least a half an hour. Yeah, so... At least. That being the case, maybe activity is a little bit greater here, just given how much time has passed. Right. But you, you're you walking down the hallway. You go to the proctor's office, and you're at the door. Cool. I knock, but do not wait. So you knock and just immediately go yep. in. Okay. Bolt follows behind you. You open the door uh, into the proctor's office. It's the same as it's always been. It's got the quarry wall behind it, throwing out that orange light. In the office here, there is Proctor Olette Reitz, joined also by Delegate Talina Rasmus. Awesome. Perfect. They're both standing over by her desk, looking at the quarry wall and just in conversation when you enter. Okay. And they both turn around at the sudden knock and entrance to see you and Bolt. Sorry to come in uh, without waiting. Um, we got we got some shit to talk about. Are you addressing anyone in particular? No. I think Rasmus, her mantis legs pivot her to look at you and her arms are folded, but she you know, gives you a nod as you enter. Reitz looks far more irritated and is all also has her own. It's, it's like a whole room full of people with folded arms. So is her, Baltz are as well, I suppose. I so. Um, Reitz has a... Her expression is frustrated. Mm-hmm. She looks not happy to see you, but right. not... You don't think it's specifically because it's you, though. Well, it could be. Who knows? And she uh, motions a hand to come closer and says, Yes, we were um, discussing the current situation right now. 
would like to bring some additional information. We just walked through it from the casino. It's a shit fest. However, observe this man. <laughs> and she just gestures towards him, and I hope Bolt just kind of jostles him a little bit. And- yes, um, I'm Regulator Butlick. I'm here with uh, Sedaris. And um, I'm assisting. I'm, well, I'm the lead of the Wonderbolts. Well, you know. that's not what I meant. You know that. Oh, <laughs> I forgot I was holding him. Yes. He's so light. I know. <laughs> and uh, Bolt pulls the, the guy out and holds him up. And uh, Reitz and Rasmus are, you know, they look at this guy as he's... And uh, the black shadow is still clinging to his face and his eyes are glowing bright red and he his jaws distend as he looks between them and they sort of flex and he lashes out as much as he can from Bolt's arms. Right. Bolt says, oh, he's a nasty little one, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Has there been anything else like this? Uh, I haven't been back a long time, but I haven't been seeing this They look at each other. the past week. Yeah, they look at each other and shake their heads. Reed says, no, we've not seen anything quite like this before. This is new and disturbing. What the hell is that? Alright, let's break it down. Um, there, I think someone's trying to frame protesters from East City for causing this trouble in West City, because there was a group of protesters who were there very peaceful. They had signs. They were all dressed like this man with the masks with the red shit on it. They were not hostile. So I don't know what's going on with that, but then there are all these other people who were definitely chasing people and making people scared and possibly hurting them like they hurt me and Bolt on our way back. So it's a frame job, obviously. It was planned. I don't know by who. The mist seems to be infused with Siku dust, for whatever that's worth, which is messing up people without the masks, <laughs> which is everyone in West City. And maybe East City too. I haven't looked over that way today. <laughs> haven't been back over there. I think at this point, Reitz puts up a hand to quiet you down. Mm-hmm. And she says, You're going about a mile a minute. Just. Take a deep breath. Okay. It's... We're still just getting reports back from the field, but it's it's madness out there right now. Mm-hmm. We haven't really heard much as far as confirmed deaths or anything, but certainly doesn't look good. If there are some charred ones, that was us. You seem remarkably well-informed, given this current situation, scenario. <laughs> it's been an interesting week, Proctor. Seems like it has been. What the hell's wrong with this one? Same thing that was wrong with the people who were attacking attacked Pavi and I in the warehouse earlier this week, and it attacked Tuka and I in the park. Regulator Sato and I in the park last night had the same shadow, the same eyes. I thought there were going to be a lot more misty sort of wraiths around today, but that does not seem to be the case as it was last night. This is an orchestrated attack. I don't know what's happening, or I don't know why this is happening, rather, or who's doing it, but... There seem to be a lot of moving pieces. Someone's trying to put a wedge between the sides of the city. It's pretty easy, because everybody's really angry, and now everybody's scared, too. I think Rasmus looks from Bolt to you, and then she says, Rebreathers, huh? Rebreathers. And she uh, looks back to Reitz and says, Well, we've got a limited stock, but we should try to get it out as much as possible. And Reitz nods to that and rubs at her face and says, This is one mess. This might be a long shot, but can we increase the speed of the fans? The fans? Yeah, and the wall to blow away the fog. It's It has the dust or whatever is causing all this in it. If we can disperse it more quickly, I don't know. I like that idea as a GM. 
who would be in charge of the fans? It's on Alaricorp's side. It's probably Harlan fucking Troya. <laughs> oh, Sedaris. <laughs> you want me to turn on the fans? Hey, you want me to turn on the fans? <laughs> but I'm not a big fan of yours. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of yours. You can have a Benny for that. That's really good. Thank you. <laughs> you should leave that in. <laughs> I will. <laughs> well, I definitely like that idea. What do you think? Who would... I mean, West City is, you know, operated mostly by Olera, and they are probably the ones who wanted it installed in the first place. Probably. But... Let me call my grandma real quick. <laughs> Jesus. I feel like the infrastructure of the city is all built by the residents and not by Olera Corp. Like, I think they came in and built in the buildings and stuff, okay. but like... Everything about the structure of the walls probably had to be very strictly monitored, and those are pretty big fans put in a slightly unstable wall. I like that. Okay. I think Reitz and Rasmus look at one another, and Reitz sort of shrugs her shoulder, and then Rasmus says, Well, that's a pretty good idea. Uh, there's no remote control. We're going to have to get over there ourselves, though. Okay. I mean, you've been outside, right? Yeah. So you know that there's like soup. There's You can barely see through anything. Mm-hmm. Well, can you handle that? Oh, yeah. I've got it. No problem. Uh, we can send somebody else. N- no, no. I'm just trying to think about how the best way to get over there would be. Because Bolt doesn't wingsuit. Rasmus quirks an eyebrow at you and says, I mean, do you have to take Bolt? Probably be better if he stays here with us. You know what? It's Athena time. I'm gonna go do it. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is Ali okay right now? Yeah. Okay. So the fans are built into the side of the wall, right? Like in the mountain itself. Right. The fans are constructed there. So my feeling is maybe they're all hooked up to like a facilities mechanism that yeah. is... I kind of imagine it like the doors and tunnels or subways where there's like sort of a facilities door that no normal person would ever go into. Right. So maybe there's one of those, like, on the mountain itself. Oh, shit, like, just in the side? That you can only get there to, like, from the highway thing. So, like... Fucking the highway is down. Could they just run on the highway? You could run on the highway. Or you could wingsuit. Potentially. However Athena wants to handle it is cool. Whatever her plan is. I think she's gonna wingsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Bolt, are you good staying here? Oh, um, are you going to be okay without me? I think so. Maybe. But I'm gonna get the fans on. Well, and stuff's gonna get better. Anything else I should know, everybody? <sighs> they look at each other. Reitz says, It's it's a mess out there. There are flares going up all over the city, but it's difficult to tell where they're coming from unless we're looking up top. And uh, we've got people posted, you know, up on the spire itself to try to keep a lookout, but it's... It's hard. It's messy. So don't really know what's going on out there. If Athena doesn't know, they'll probably give her like basic directions to where she needs to go. Gotcha. It should just be a switch you need to throw to turn up the power. I'm going to need someone to come as backup. Is there anybody we can spare? Anybody not being deployed? Because if I get there and some of these masked people are already in the area, they just stab me and that's it. I think Reet says, take a couple of minutes gather your things, get prepared. We'll go find someone. Okay. We'll we'll look around and try to get you some backup. I mean, I've got everything I need. Keep your wits about you. Yep. And Rasmus says, uh, you can do this, Sedaris. 
Thank you, Telegan. Dang. Joel could do it. I bet you can do it too. That means a lot to her. It really does, especially right now. I think uh, when she says Joel, Rita kind of curls her lip but doesn't say anything. Athena recalls her other bracer. Mm -hmm. Just getting everything ready. This is Bolt. Can you take that fella? If Roge is here, maybe have her look at him. Blood samples. I don't know what she'll do, but she'll know what she needs. I'll take this to Dr. Naveen right away. Cool. Tell her I say hey. I... I will tell her you said hey. We made it, Sedaris. Just be be careful out there. I will be. It's gonna be fine. I'm sure it will be. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, well, look, so during that time, when you're talking to Bolt, maybe you guys have left the room. Uh, Reitz and Rasmus uh, go to start spreading the word about the respirators. Mm-hmm. And then Reitz comes back and says, We found you some backup. They'll meet you up on the spire. You better hurry, though. Things are picking up out there. Yep, I'm gone. You better jump from the top. I don't know how high this fog goes. That's a good idea. Thank you. Don't thank me yet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then she's gone. <laughs> okay. As a reminder, the way that the actual spire, like the jumping sections are mm-hmm. set up, I think there are probably three or four of these little waiting rooms that are just fixed into the spire itself. I didn't previously establish that there there probably are some stairs that lead between them, right? Probably. Like just, there has to be more assume. than one way to get there. Yeah. So there's like the first room and then stairs that lead up to the second, third, fourth and all that good stuff. Mm. So in going there, you get to the first set and uh, no one's there. And you go up one to the next one. So let's say there are four. So the, the fourth one is the lowest one. There's mm-hmm. nobody there. You go up one more floor and you can hear sounds coming from above. It she hustles. Like, uh, She's hustling. There's talking at first. Okay, you're hustling? Yep. Okay, so you go past the second room, you're heading to the third. The sounds are much louder, and you start to hear gunfire from upstairs. Upstairs? Upstairs, Oh, yep. Jesus. It's uh, it's not ballistic. You hear, like, Corey energy. Like, you hear the hum and the thrum is in the air, oh, and man. shots She's are going off. Oh, man, it. Okay. Uh, you make it upstairs. You clear into what is a hallway leading up to the final room that will kind of leap out to where you're going. I think as she enters the room, she kicks the door open and just says, what the fuck is going on? Okay, so you kick your... uh, I like that, so you can take a a Benny for that. That was really cool. So you kick the door open, and the scene that you're met with, this corridor, this hallway, is maybe two and a half people wide. There is a shorter squat figure standing in the middle of the hallway. Bill Nutter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. There are bodies on the ground. Yeah. There are two dead regulators right as you kick the door open. I think the door bounces off of one of them, and they're just on the ground. There's some smoldering holes in their outfits, and they're not moving. In the center of the hallway is Lepaco. Lepaco has his Yara legs sort of out in front of him like a shell, and those energy bits that stretch between his tendrils. That's pretty cool. And it's sort of in front of him like this webbing of shield blocking that. And there are three regulators standing at the end of the hallway, all three of whom have their firearms up trained on Lepaco and are firing into his shield. And these energy bursts are sort of ricocheting off and hitting corners of the hallway while Lepaco is just slowly trying to advance forward. What the fuck? And you kick the door open and he looks over his shield and he says, Well, it's about damn time. Well, fuck, I didn't know you were being shot at. Well, now you do. Help me. All right, she's casting empathy, seeing what the fuck's going on with those three up there. Oh, good, I've crit failed. 
crit failed. Yeah, there's too much going on. <laughs> Can I cast it? No, that means I fucking get fatigued. Yep. Motherfucker. This so you is... get a little bit of fatigue and you lose that power point. Oh my god. <laughs> so Lepako is in front of you uh, with these up as the bolts are ricocheting off of the shield. I think as you appear on the scene... So again, there are three figures in the end of the hallway. They're all regulators. They all have their helmets on. Mm -hmm. The two on the outside look in at each other. And the third one turns around and books it back around the corner, which would be to like the jumping platform. Oh, basically. hell no. And those two are still bearing down and shooting down the hallway God, in the Paco. Damn it. Oh, as the third one sprints away. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to teleport and go after the runner. I'll be right back. Nine. Nine is a success with a raise, so you can definitely teleport past those two. I mean, with the range that you got, you could teleport, like... In front of them? I think in front of them. So you say, I'll be right back, and Lepako says, um, Yeah, don't mind me. Not busy right here or anything. And then you... And your essence coalesces into this bolt of energy that blasts past those two regulators through the hallway. Could I try that thing again? What thing? The thing where I tackle them as a lightning bolt if I'm going in front of them anyway. Would that be cool? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. What should I roll for that? I'm gonna let you roll fighting at minus two. And, uh, no, beefed it. What'd you get? Uh, three. Or minus two. It's a one. We follow a point of view shot of Athena as she blasts around the corner and streaks towards this figure that's, like, running. The room itself is stopped, so it is fixed. It is at a jumping point at the very top of the spire, and this figure, you can see them run, just running, mm -hmm. just straight sprinting towards the ledge, getting ready to jump off. And I think we have a shot of Athena pop out of the teleport and try to grapple onto this person, just come like you did with Laverna. Yeah. You try to tackle Laverna, but this person, you don't know if they're ready for it or if they're expecting it or if it's just pure dumb luck, but they swan dive out of the spire just Fuck. as you come out of teleport and you whiff air and you watch them unfurl their wings and start to fly out and you notice at this point the fog does not reach this high okay. so the fog is below you by maybe a story and a half uh you can clearly see out over the city from this vantage point you can see the fans you can see where you need to go this person appears to be heading in that general direction everything else in the city there there's multicolored smoke everywhere oh, Jesus. presumably regulators shooting up flares there are flashes of light from everywhere down there i mean you're, you're looking out on this weird foggy misty cityscape with these pillars of darkness these buildings poking out and just colors and flashes and there's noise you've never seen anything like this before oh my god but this other person just leaps out into the darkness and begins to fly and you can still see them what do you do try to kill him i guess can i cast maybe a fiery bolt to singe their wingsuit she just wants to lob a fireball at them and hope it burns up their webbing i will let you make one bolt attack against this person that's all she's doing with this guy as they are leaping out because she doesn't like lapaco but she's not gonna fucking leave him go ahead and make me a bolt this is going to be i'm not going to give you any penalties for obscurement up here but just make a straight roll this one Get one freebie. Four. Four is a success. Go ahead and roll your damage. I'd like to re-roll that damage with Benny. Seven. Okay, seven. 
And what does your bolt look like? It's a, a molten little fireball that she's just hoping burns some stuff up that it shouldn't. Okay. So you just whip this fireball out and you... I like the idea that it's like this tracking shot where you throw it out and we just watch the perspective soar through the air and you do watch this, you know, fiery little comet make contact with this form. I think it hits them on the back Mm -hmm. and it makes them spiral in the air like a barrel roll almost, but then they do right themselves and continue shooting off into the night. All right. I gotta go help Lepak out. So you go back downstairs to try to find him? Yeah. Okay. You go downstairs, and uh, in the time that you've been fighting here, um, you reach... Well, you didn't go downstairs. You just... No, I just ran forward. You just ran forward, so... So I just turn around. Yeah, so you... Well, there was, like, a corner. Oh, okay. Basically, so... Uh, you go around the corner, and this whole time there have been sounds. You know, you've heard the the gunfire right. going off. By the time you make it back here, you walk around the corner, and Lapaco is pulling one of his Yara tendrils out of oh one of the other God. ones. Oh my God! Yeah, but yeah, one of them slumps to the ground, and the other one's already incapacitated. Oh my God! What did you do? This is you. Well done. Well, I didn't do those. And he points behind him to the two that you had stumbled over. Uh, she would like to go and get the masks off of these regulators. Okay. The two that are like right yep. by. Okay. Yeah. You pull their masks off, and they're wearing regulator masks. Yeah. To be clear, you do not recognize either of them. One of them is probably a Vel. Just empty eyes. You know, cat slit pupils, just staring off into nothingness. He's a man, maybe blonde hair. The other one is a human female with you know a bun of red hair that falls, tumbles out of the helmet when you pull it out. What you do notice is that they both have trickles of blood going from the corners of their eyes and their nose. Oh, shit. All right. Well, what happened to the other one? He got away. Well, shit, why didn't you go after him? I was coming back for you. She shrugs. Well, that was very, very kind of you, but, um... I wasn't gonna leave you? Well, point taken. Right now, we're partners, I guess. Yeah, sort of seems that way, don't it? Um, all right, well... Are we still doing the thing? Yeah, we're still doing the thing. We gotta call someone to get get the, these bodies out and ID'd real quick. All right. Is well, there like a phone on the wall? I could call someone. Sure, there can be there can be a phone. Why not? I guess she calls the main desk. Poor Rebexy. Oh yeah, she answers. Yes, hello. Hey Rebexy, I'm so sorry. The top room, the top room of the spire. Um, there are a bunch of dead people, and they're not all regulators, and we need them ID'd. But Wilpaco and I gotta go. Uh, I I will take care of it. Okay, thanks. Bye. Goodbye. And I guess they go and leap off of this fire. All right. I'd like to use my bennies to get back my powerpoints. <laughs> okay. How many bennies do you have? You know what? I only need to spend one. Okay. So you spend one many. I still I still have one. Fourteen powerpoints. All right. And we have a shot of Athena and Lapaco standing, standing on the edge of the tallest platform open on the spire facing the western wall looking out over the city the fog and mists swirl below you multicolored flare smoke is just mixed throughout you see flashes of light blackened smoke curling in small pillars throughout the city and just the constant din of background noise and Lepaco squares himself next to you stretches himself out a little bit and says uh well deep breath Deirdre Show them what you're made of. 
When he says that, he kind of claps you on the shoulder a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you feel a wash of sort of soothing relaxation just ripple through your body. And he casts relief on you. That would be a lot nicer if it wasn't coming from him. I know. But he casts relief and you can remove (laughs) your one level of fatigue. So he does that and maybe... So it feels good and you're just like, ugh. Maybe it... Okay, I've got a a very evocative (laughs) sort of comparison. Evocative. I feel like maybe it's the same kind of warmth when it's the wintertime and you sit down in a public bathroom and the toilet seat is warm. Oh, God, that's horrible. (laughs) Oh, that's the worst. Athena bites her tongue and jumps off the fucking spire. Thank you for listening to this episode of Neon Heat. Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at peginc.com. You can find our website at rpg4youandme.com, where we update weekly with new episodes, character art, and bios. Neon Heat features the music of the very talented Crockett, who you can find at crockett.bandcamp.com, and on Twitter, at Crockett80s. We're on Twitter, at rpg for you and me, and Allie is at UCTheHat, where she posts art from the show. Allie also runs a side campaign for me that's available to our Patreon members, and you can find us there at patreon.com slash rpg for you and me. Any support means the world to us and it makes it easier to make a quality episode every week for you. If you like the show, the best way to support us is to leave a five-star rating and review, but even more importantly, tell a friend about us. If you're looking for more Savage Worlds content, please check out Sounds Like Crows. It's an actual play Deadlands Reloaded podcast about five brothers on a quest for revenge in the supernatural Wild West. The cast is outstanding, and the audio and editing quality is cinematic and top-notch. The game marshal, Caleb Sunstead, is extremely talented and dedicated. With all that out of the way, thank you again for listening. We know there are a lot of podcasts out there, so it means the world that you spent a little bit of your day with us. See you next week.